Welcome to Give It to the Sherpa. How much relationship baggage is your Sherpa carrying? Our poor Sherpa's knees are buckling. Join us as we lighten the load, navigating real relationships with humor and zest. Be kind to Sherpas. Hey, 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 it's PDJ and my lovely wife, Leanne. Hello. How are we doing today? Well, sounds like I won the fight. Which fight? I don't know. You're playing Rocky music, so <laughs> there must have been some. We still haven't had a fight. No, no, we haven't. No. <clears throat> oh, you just threw me off track. I had a whole big thing oh, planned and organized. Oh, but yeah... Isn't that like the most inspirational song in the world? It is pretty inspirational. Like, if, if you were listening, be honest. Did you start to kind of dance a little bit and get excited? Uh, I I was a, dancing in my chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's a really good idea. I should play that at like our morning huddle at work. Mm-hmm. Because it does kind of get you pumped up. It does. Yeah. 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 So we're getting pumped up for our uh, kind of brand new season. We had a little bit of a lackluster start just because we've been so busy as far as regular, um, you know, material content. Yes. But we, I mean, we're always trying to get better at that. So work with us people. But now that we're into fall, I mean, it's, it's going to be cold soon and we can't be outside and maybe we'll just get a little more focused and more into it, more, more. On a regular schedule. I shouldn't say more into it because I'm into it. It's just, yeah. if it's a nice mm -hmm. evening, we'd rather be doing something semi-productive. Right, right. Yeah. Not that this isn't productive, people. No, this is no, good. no. But, hey, that has a really nice shirt you're wearing. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. But, uh, in, so our topic today is going to be, um, we our topic's going to be um, death and dying. Oh. Is it death and dying? How do you start off? This podcast on death and dying with Rocky. <laughs> well, I don't know. It should I don't have know. Amazing Grace or Old Rugged Cross or, or something. How about this? I don't know what this is. I'll fly away. Randy Travis. Oh, I like that song. I like that song. I don't know the words of it. Do the words start pretty soon? Pretty soon right now. Randy Travis is so good. I love this song. Yeah. Yeah, great song. Yeah. Well, you know what? People say that I look like Randy Travis. We've been through that on the show before. But uh, that was kind of the joke in high school, I guess, that I looked like Randy Travis. Oh, do you, did you look like him back then? Don't, you don't think I do now? I guess I haven't or, seen a picture of Randy Travis lately. Okay. We'll, anyway. have, to put, we'll have to post a side-by-side. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll do that. So, yeah. <clears throat> but, um... Yeah, death and dying. A real yeah. lift, a real uh, uplifting uh, conversation. Inspirational, yeah, conversation. Actually, death and dying can be uplifting. Mm-hmm. Well, and the reason we're talking about that today is because uh, you had a funeral to attend. Yes. And, and I came with for support. Yes, which I appreciated so much. One... Well, I've gotten much better, but I used to not be able to do funerals. Yeah. I used to have a full-on anxiety attack. Just didn't like them. Um, 
but but I've I've gotten better. Yeah. But yeah, had a funeral today for a very, very, very dear, amazing, amazing woman, Deanna, who passed away just last week. And just a huge family friend, actually related to my stepmom and related to my best friend in junior high, like once removed. Mm-hmm. It's just weird how everything's kind of intertwined. Mm-hmm. You would think I'd live in a small town or something. But <laughs> anyways, um, so yeah, so that funeral was today. And um, it was really sad. I was really sad. Like I was surprised how sad I was. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, well, she really had a big, a tremendous impact on your life, you know, a, a while ago. And so she was just instrumental, but you haven't really kept in contact too well. So, I mean, you haven't really seen her much in the last yeah, what, I've decade prob- or? I've probably seen her probably five times in the past 10 years. And that probably. is so weird with people like that, you know, because yeah. I have people like that, everybody does yeah she was like my second mom you know like she had a daughter she had adopted a daughter and her daughter had passed away in an accident and then my mom um died when i was 16 she never met my mom um and i met her when i was about 18 and so she was she was like my mother figure and i was like the daughter she never had you know that lost so we really we really bonded and did a ton of stuff together and just had loads of fun and she just yeah she was just a huge mm-hmm. mentor for me I guess I would say she mm-hmm. owned the golf course I worked at growing up and yeah so yeah, yeah. so yeah. it was kind of weird though it's like and now that we're married it's so nice to go somewhere and introduce you as my husband mm. like I love that oh no say more about that why do you like that well I just think it sounds weird as an old person being me old mm. saying this is my boyfriend yeah yeah you know, that's or, true this yeah. is my partner I, I don't know it just feels there's some comfort in saying and this is my husband mm-hmm. i feel legit like yeah i'm like like we're legit i'm an adult legit. now yes. everyone <laughs> exactly so um so that so that was nice it is weird though because you didn't know anybody there no so that's always kind of awkward because these were, this was a family that literally I knew them all and spent holidays. I mean, I just was embedded in that family for a very, you know, for 10 years. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's, it's just so weird because I haven't seen those people in 25 years. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so like the kids that were one who are now 25. Yeah, they were like, smoking at by, yeah, <laughs> at, they were, at the edge of the cemetery. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, oh, Bobby. You know, and I could recognize him from his eyes. And Yeah, like, what did that mean? Because his eyes are just, he has very distinct eyes. <laughs> because it sounded funny. I recognize you because of your eyes. Well, he just has very <laughs> distinct looking eyes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, and then little Jamie, which was the kids, we called him little Jamie. And mm-hmm. he, I would have never recognized him because the last I saw him, he was less than two. Oh, so, yeah. you know, but I, so I, but they had no idea who I was. Well, I think Bobby remembered me because I bought him a Batmobile, which was a really big thing in his life. So he, he remembered the Batmobile. Um, but, uh, so it's just weird to 
And I always hated that, I guess, as a kid when you'd meet people and they'd be like, I remember you when you were two feet tall. And you didn't know what to say to the old person when they'd say that. You'd be like, okay, great. So that was, it was fun for me, probably super awkward for them. So, yeah. but, so anyways, so you did great though, not knowing anyone. Oh, thank you. you. Yeah. yeah. No, I, yeah, I kind of felt myself going into my kind of uh, solemn church mode. Mm. and which I'm good at I, I I just it's one of those things and uh, where there's kind of some muted smiles and some you know like nodding at people and you know just kind of having a, a this era of yeah this we're having a hard time here guys it is a hard time we're going through and uh, I don't have that mode no you don't no, no. I, I, I mean, I, I, I get it. I was emotional, but I I feel like I'm more, you know, who doesn't have that mode? Hmm. Sorry if you're listening. My father. <laughs> because we decide to sit in the pew with them. And, the you know, we got there. We were both running late. Of course, I was late getting out of work. Surprise. And so we were both running late. And... So everything's starting to quiet down. Everybody's sitting. The family's getting ready to come in. My dad can't hear very well. So I don't know if you caught it. I'm guessing you did. Yeah. How could you not? Very loudly. So what have you guys been up to lately? I'm like, Dad. <laughs> Just super loud. I'm like, oh. Like, he, my dad needs solemn church mode. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I know he didn't, I mean, he just didn't realize how long, loud he was talking because yeah. it was hearing aids, and his heart is so good and so big, so I'm well, not slamming my father. I love my father to bits. But. Well, and sometimes, it, this is one thing I've noticed, not as much anymore, but when I was on the 10th floor, I would get to work early and, you know, get up at 4 o'clock you know, get the girls ready, get breakfast, blah, 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 get showered and get on the road and get down there um, and park and then not, you know, be up for like two or three hours and not have said a single word. And so then like when I would see someone in the hall, it was kind of hard to control the volume of my voice. Oh. It was like, I, I, I. I mean, I just didn't have any gauge for if it was loud or quiet in here or if my, you know what I mean? So you'd be like, hey. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, hi. Oh, hi. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jerry. Nobody likes a loud talker in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I always talk loud in the morning. I talk loud all the time, but mm -hmm. yeah. But anyway, so it was, it's, yeah. So it's one of those things. And then you kind of get transported and get all these old memories and, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Did that? Did you you get that? I did time? a little bit because you know, like I said, I I had seen people that I had, you know, Deanna's Deanna loved her family and she was the matriarch of the family, so mm -hmm. everybody gathered around Deanna and she just she had the type of spirit that just pulls people in, mm -hmm. like she just you know those people that people just want to be by, like even her picture boards all had she was always beaming. Yeah. Just yeah. huge smile, always laughing, always. So she was, so everybody spent a lot of time around Deanna. So if you went to Deanna's house, she always sat in the dining room. Everybody congregated there. 
because she just mm. drew you in with conversation. So you'd be sitting there and then somebody else would come over. And so people that you'd end up sitting around for hours talking with, who now you haven't seen in 25 years. Mm. And it's like, I have nothing to say to you, but hi, you're really nice. It's just yeah. weird. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, I, you know, I don't really have a relationship. I don't want a relationship with you. I mean, you know, the extent of any relationship we have is going to be five minutes with small talk. You know, it's not like we're going to connect up and start. Go have coffee. Yeah. Or, yeah. And get the families together. And, you know, I mean, yeah. just realistically, it's. Yeah. So. So. But, but so back to um, the concept of death and dying being. I mean, it is very sad. And I. I yeah, there's a huge hole there, and you know, and and then it, then the guilt of should have spent more time, should have should have gone and visited her more, you know, everybody, everything, everybody always says. Um, but there's also something about funerals, from, and I don't know if it's because you become more reflective on life. That almost like for me is almost uplifting. Like, it's it's kind of one of those, you only have one life, so make it as meaningful and as full and rich as you can. Mm -hmm. So sometimes when I leave a funeral, I want to be a better person or do better in my life mm. or make sure that I'm focusing on things that are important. And so sometimes that, like, inspires me. Yeah, So right. even though it's a funeral... Like, and you could have the, um, you know, experience the same motivation, but from a different place, which is fear. Like, oh, I'm afraid to die, you know, and so I'm going to work harder, you know, and that's the same behavior as the, what you're talking about. You get inspired about living a more meaningful life and then you work harder at that. Do you think fear does that? I mean... Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess I, I, I mean, it. usually people are afraid of death. I mean, people are. Well, afraid I don't want to die. I'm scared of dying. Well, yeah, and so when you are, you know, kind of confronted with the fact that yeah, you're going to die, then you start to, you know, realize your mortality and that you only have a certain amount of time. Oh, see, and so that's interesting how you look at that because when I feel when I start thinking about death and getting fearful of death. Then I just want to give up and go crawl in bed. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well. Because I feel like well, what's I'm going to die anyways, so this is stupid and depressing, so I might as well just sleep. I so that's see. just so, oh. so it's just different mindset. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. And that's not, you know, always my mindset in every situation, blah, 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 but, yeah. You know. Yeah, it's just different. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, I... I so that's interesting. So yeah, so so sometimes I, and I guess, oh yeah, I, I haven't, yeah, I don't know. Well, and here's some, I mean, getting semi-serious uh, for a second, um, it's kind of interesting. We're very similar in a lot of ways, but one of the ways that we aren't is that I have been pretty insulated from death in my mm. life. And you've experienced a lot of death in your life. Yeah. Isn't that's just that's really 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't, it doesn't mean anything. I mean, I don't think it means any, anything, but. Yeah, kinda... it's weird how some people just have so much loss, maybe, yeah. or something. I don't know. That, that is interesting, though. Yeah. Hmm. Just something know. that I, I kind of. Yeah, so, it's, so it was a very sad day. Um, yeah, it was a very sad day. But mm -hmm. also, I think if I really thought about it for a while, I'd probably, it's probably not so inspirational. You know what I mean? Like if I, I think sometimes I just look at, I feel like I can honor Deanna by living a full life. Mm -hmm. But if I really think about it, it's just so sad because I can never see her again. So that yeah. hurts my heart. But yeah. Mm. So. All right. Well, let's switch gears just a little bit. And I was thinking. I don't know if I can pull out of that. Just kidding. Well, no, I know. Yeah. 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 We'll just kind of get there slowly. So, first of all. Um, you have a list. Is this the Leon fight list? What is this? Yeah, this is the, the fight tracker. The fight tracker <laughs> got a, 2000. Got a real doozy. Yeah, can time. we make an app for that? Can we make money off that little fight tracker thing you got? <laughs> is that helping us in any way reach our financial goals? Okay, so um, you're familiar with, like, I'm sh if you've seen any movies at all, you're familiar with the scenario where someone accidentally gets admitted to a an insane asylum or... Or a a perfectly sane person somehow gets manipulated or tricked into getting admitted to an insane uh, insane asylum. Okay, you know, you might have and, read a book like that before or something. Yeah, yeah, and and it comes in different forms. You know, maybe it's a, the heir who's going to get all the money, and so then the other siblings conspire to you know get admitted. Right. So, and the frustrating part. Thing about that is that they say I'm not crazy I'm not crazy and then they all the orderlies say oh yeah that's what they all say right and there's no way to prove that you're sane I guess that would be horrible and 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 one flew over the cuckoo's nest need I say more yeah you know he was had an, uh, maybe ADD or had kind of anger issues but I mean they just clamped down on him so hard that he ended up just kind of cracking and just going going crazy so he started out normal insane and ended up being insane right right and so are you putting me in an insane asylum well i mean not tonight or anything but <laughs> I'm, I mean, not I'm not crazy <laughs> no 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 but here's here's my question so i how can I prepare for if I get admitted to an insane asylum against my will? And I'm sane. Like, well, you... you're not sane, so it would be. <laughs> okay, this, okay, so this isn't helpful because they'll go back and listen to the podcast from years and years ago and get you saying this. And then they'll be like, how did he stay out in the general public for so many years? Yeah, yeah. Why did that weird woman marry him? <laughs> an insane person. Lock her up, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. That that would be... How... I, I mean, how, how do they even tell? I mean, everybody's crazy in their own way. Yeah. I mean, I mean, some people are really crazy, but... Like, 
I mean, there, there'd be a lot of, you could imagine like type, is it type one errors or type two errors? Thinking someone is crazy when they're not versus thinking someone is normal when they're crazy. And I think they just err on behalf of everyone's crazy. Well, well, well <laughs> I don't know. Well, but I mean, <laughs> you think they're just walking around nabbing people? Like, there's there's some odd behavior. Hop in this van. With us. <laughs> I mean, Denny, there's no, there's hardly any state hospital. There's hardly any insane asylums at all left. Well, they don't have insane asylums anymore. They only have group homes. They don't put them in hospital. I mean, the hospitals do have mental health units. Yeah. But if you, after you graduate from there, they don't have state hospitals anymore. No, no. So, but they have lots of group homes. I so see. there's group homes everywhere. So they just put you in a house with six other crazy people. Which, yeah. you know, honestly, wouldn't be that bad. Yeah. Like, they cook, they clean, they take you on outings. Yeah. I could just read. <laughs> so if I keep telling my kids about the nursing home, I'm fine. Check me in. <laughs> I have no problem with it. Just make sure I have my Kindle or some books. They're like, we're going to put you in an old folks home. I'm ready. Go ahead. I'm ready to go. That's but, funny. Yeah. So I shouldn't say that. I'm sure it's... I don't well, know. I mean, can we have some sort of code word or... I mean... If you start having code words, they are going to think you're crazy. <laughs> I know. That's exactly what I mean. Marshmallow! Marshmallow! <laughs> they get, yeah, that's that's why I want to plan ahead, actually. So if anyone has any ideas... What would your plan possibly be? Well, to know... Well, I guess I don't know. I mean, to write yourself a letter ahead of time. Crazy. <laughs> There's a letter on my bookshelf that says I'm not crazy. <laughs> In the year 2019. If you were to Google how to not, how to prove you're not crazy, what does it say? I think that would be a good question. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I think it's probably chances are slim that that would ever happen, but... Why not be prepared? Well, I mean, that's just like people that get arrested for a crime they didn't commit and end up in jail forever. And then they get released 20 years later like, whoops, sorry. Oh, that would make me so mad. Oh, well, after 20 years, don't you just be resigned to it and you forgiven because you've been so broken for 20 years? I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Well, on the other hand, there's, there's, I could probably cobble together 20 years of kind of miserable misery in my life yeah and so you've already been in jail for 20 years yeah, is I mean, that what you're saying well, i mean is it worse to be in jail and miserable or yeah because jail are mean you gotta fight with the other inmates and make shivs and stuff and put on your geographics your geographics <laughs> yeah you have to take national geographic magazines and hold, put them around your body around your chest and stomach oh so you don't get stabbed yeah it's like armor oh is that prison armor yeah i've never that must have been on a movie well no that was actually a uh, howard howard um mccray really mm -hmm. 
He told you that? Yeah, that's what they used to do. He has, he used to have to put on his National, his National Geographics. Wow, I've never heard of that ever. Yeah. Well, well, we can write that into our next movie or story or something. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay, one other uh, observation. So we had a couple uh, things that happened during the week. What are you doing? I'm writing out the Menards rebate. We're trying to do a podcast and have, generate quality content and you're just well you were looking for the next thing and i don't want to forget to send this in because how many menards rebates have you sent in in your life zero or negative one i might have pulled one out of the mail <laughs> <laughs> because i am really good at this yeah like we just went okay. to menards and i had 60 dollars in menards rebates so um i thought it was kind of funny we had I realize that you're not that good at analogies. Or I guess what I would consider good at analogies. People have told me that before, and I don't understand. I they, mean, wait, 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 wait. People have told you that? Yeah. People, people besides me? Yeah. Really? Okay. What? Yeah, what do, they, what do they say? Well, it was mainly my ex-husband, Steve. Used to say that I got them backwards, but I don't feel like I get them backwards. Like, I don't feel like I... No, you no. So, I, I don't even know what I do. Because I, I, I mean, I feel I'm semi-intelligent. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, like semi, sure. Semi-intelligent. Yeah. I mean, I'm not Mensa material, borderline, yeah. according to the IQ test. No, I'm just kidding. But, I mean, I, I feel like I have a little bit... Of, Above average IQ, I would say, maybe, depending on well, the Well, no, no, subject. okay, okay, okay. That, that has nothing to do with it. So here, here's, let me give you an example of, of an I, uh, analogy you would do. Okay. So I, I've changed the names and situation a little bit, of course, for... To protect the innocent? Yeah. Okay. And the guilty. And uh, so, like, you're telling me a story, and you're like, oh... Um, I was at the grocery store and this person kind of, you know, kind of, I, I accidentally hit his ankle with my cart and he yelled at me or she yelled at me real, real mean. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I guess I must give some sort of indication that I don't understand that. And then you say, well, well, Pete, it would be like if you were walking in Menards and you hit somebody's ankle and they yelled at you. It'd be just like that. <laughs> I don't and, get it. Well, I mean, that's that's almost exactly an analogy you used to make me understand the situation better. I did? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, don't... Well, I, sometimes you have a hard time explaining because I said workbench today and you're like, what workbench? The one we sold at the garage sale? I'm like... We didn't sell our workbench at the garage sale. And you're like, yeah, we did. I said, Pete, we did not sell a workbench at the garage sale. And yeah. it was a sitting bench, like a bench you sit on in an entryway. But somehow in your mind, you're like a workbench. When I think well, of a workbench, I think counter height. Workbench. Well, it had four by four steel, you know, rod or something or... Pipe or square pipe. Yeah, it was a heavy duty sitting bench. Yeah. An but industrial if you were, an industrial strength type. Yeah, so if bench. you were to hire a 
carpenter and you said, I'd like to, you to build me a workbench, you'd be happy if he built you that? A little <laughs> foot and a half off the ground, cushion top workbench? Well, yeah, if I want to sit down and work down there for a little while. <laughs> but I'm the one that doesn't understand things. No, well, I mean, <laughs> you're not so... Um, you know, precise in your speech either. I feel I am pretty precise, but I don't know. All right. Well, yeah. Oh, and then I just had one other thought, unless you've got something. Um, what do you think? Well, what do you think the ancients would think of if they heard? A Maroon 5 song. Like, <clears throat> what would... the Because the only sounds that some of those, the Vikings, say, had ever heard is, like, drums and, I guess, maybe a few instruments had been invented. Yeah, the big then. horn. The... Yeah. But what do you think they would think if you played them a Maroon 5 song? Uh... They'd be like, what in the world? Wouldn't they... I mean, they wouldn't even know, like, is it thunder? Is it... Lightning and thunder. Yeah. Yeah, I oh, don't know. Oh, crap. We're coming up to our end of the timing here. I'm sorry. So we're going to have to wrap it up. Really? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, unless you have a lot more, because see this, what we're doing here. Oh, well, so. I did have some things, but yeah, we can okay, be... Okay, okay, I'm going to stop it. The other thing I wanted to talk about, I'll save my other topics for later, is the Dalbo 500. Oh, man. Oh, the Double yes. 500 that this, we attended this past weekend. Yeah, that was insane. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, well, it's this it's this guy who lives out by Dalbo, and he's got a ton of land out there, and he's taken a section, must be 40 or 80 acres, I don't know, and made a big racetrack around. Dirt track, yeah. Just a dirt track. And so every year... The participants, you know, get together and you can spend up to $500 on a car, and but that's that's the max. Yeah. And then you bring your cars in there. Four, six-cylinder only. Yep. And then you race around the track and there's this tournament. And it's just, I mean, you know, you can bang into each other. You can kind of... Yeah, I think they try not to bang into each other. It's not like a demo derby. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's Rubbin's racing, though. I mean, yeah. it's Days of Thunder, Rubin's Racing, you yeah. know. Um, so we're going to enter next year, hopefully. Yeah, and I would love to. Alex said she has a car for us, Toyota. Who? Alex, my friend Alex. Oh, really? Yeah, a Toyota named Gus, she Ooh. said. Yeah, she's yes. like, I got a car for you. And then um, I want Kara to paint it, and I actually talked to Kara about that tonight, and she's all for it. Oh. So we will have the best-looking car there. Okay, now we're going to have to play our cards right on that because it, we have to be able to have her draw what we want her to draw. But it, is it possible that she could be resistant to... Yes. And so we'll have to sort of play that carefully. Because she asked what the theme was, and I said, we haven't really come up with that yet. And I gave her, you know, I planted some ste some um, seeds, but... Mm. I think I think if we I think she would be open if we did say something, but I think she's also super creative and could probably come up with something good too. Right. So I right. think if we collaborate, it could be amazing. Yeah. No. So, and and once we get the theme picked out. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm super excited about that. Double mm. five hundred next year. I'm not driving it. Yeah. I'm gonna drive. I'll yeah, drive. Yeah. 
So super fun. So yeah, that was that. That I have some other topics. We'll save those for next. And I'm gonna start getting back into the relationship advice, the articles, some of that. The one thing I did take away from the funeral today is I'm so glad I have somebody in my life to spend my life with, and it really puts things in perspective not to get annoyed over little things. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just, it's just life. We can't take ourselves so seriously. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 So, okay. okay. Thanks. Thanks for listening. All right. Bye.